0: We're shooting for 55 k Comic Fam. Comment down below to enter to win this. We got the Golden Age
1: Guru in the house. What up, Comic Fam? Hot 10, record breakers, books that I would invest in. Not all of them, so stay tuned. Stepping in for Gemmin for the week.
0: That's right, Gemmin's getting a little vacation time. Comic Fam, hit the like, slap the subscribe. At the list at number 10, we're talking about
1: some strange... Doctor Strange 169, formerly Strange Tales, where we saw his first appearance with issue 110. He wasn't on the cover, but he is on the cover here, and that's why... I believe this is one of the stronger books to own of this character. We have
0: the first solo title Doctor Strange comic book, the origin retold, and a key comic that keeps going up as Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness draws near. Let's take a look at the record breakers because we got three of them. A 3.5 to be precise, which sold for record numbers just last month in February for $300, matching and staying consistent this very week with another $300 sale. A 6.5 that hit 6.13 this last February is up one percent also showing consistency now selling for
1: 620 and consistency is exactly what you want to see as we saw an 8 sell in february for thousand twenty five dollars and then go up seven percent to eleven hundred dollars for this amazing mystical looking cover of dr strange
0: If you enjoy what we do, support the show and support your own comic collecting by downloading the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics, use code TOM101 to unlock a free two-week subscription, get full access to the app in its entirety, catalog your comics, get suggested pricing, learn about some funny books, and at the list at number nine, we have Fantastic Four, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, goodness, we have the first appearance of the Puppet Master in FF issue number eight.
1: On top of that, we have the first appearance of Alicia Masters, who's a very important character because not only she is the stepdaughter to the puppet master, throwing some reality TV show there because that's just crazy, and also Ben the Thing Grimm's future wife. So this is a huge book.
0: We have a 3.5 back in January, hitting $611, up 15%, now hitting 700 What's your views on FF Keys in the comic marketplace right now?
1: FF Keys are exploding. A single-digit FF why not? That's a good book to get into. This one's kind of, to me, feels more like a third tier investment. And I would probably stick more to like issue four, three, two, or even one on this one.
0: Not to mention number five, all of which have made the hot 10 in recent months. They're all exploding. This is a minor villain character, but I do have some high hopes. So stay tuned. We'll get into that. But not before we tell you about the four or five that just matched its price, Back in January, where it was set for $750, another $750 sale happened this week, and a 7.0. Last April, going for 942, is up 117%, now selling for $2,040. Hot damn, comic fam. This is a villain that the general public may not know, but whenever he's in the pages of comics or hits the screen, because he's had multiple renditions in the animation FF shows, he is used as the catalyst to get beloved superheroes to fight against one another.
1: This is what I like about this character, because once he's in the MCU, if we ever see him, he's bringing in more magic because he deals with this magical clay because he's a sculptor. And by doing that, he's able to control whatever he has sculpted.
0: So unless we're going to get another Civil War type of narrative, which is pretty grandiose and a whole movie needs to describe it, the MCU could just pull from the comic books and utilize the puppet master to make any superhero fight against the other.
1: Coming in at number eight. Who host of Haggith? We should all be familiar with if we've been around at all collecting comics for the last three four years. Strange Tales 126, first appearance of Dormammu, who we've already seen in the movie, and I'm sure we will see again in some fashion, if Dr. Strange stays strong.
0: We also have the first appearance of Clea, the future wife of Dr. Strange, who is rumored to be played by Charlize Theron in as early as Dr. Strange Multiverse of
1: Madness. Let's just get straight to the numbers. We just saw a 5.0 sell last year in August at $600, but it's up 4% to $625 now. 5.5, sold for $570 of this year. It is now $600, up 5%. A 6.0. Just sold in February for $735, up 9% to $800. This book will continue to grow.
0: Next on the list, at number seven, one of my favorite Bronze Age keys, we have Hero for Hire, issue number one, the first appearance of Luke Cage. And Jeff, you have coined the phrase on the show, tough book, and we can say that about a lot of comic books. Across the board, multiple eras. But whenever you say tough book, if I were to pick three comics that come to mind, this would be one of them.
1: Now, we're talking about just for Bronze Age, okay? And if you're a collector, and this is my second time favorite time frame of all comics, is the Bronze Age. So for me, this book, World by Night 32 and Marvel Spotlight 5, all fall into that tier of 9-4 or higher being an extremely tough book to own and acquire. This is tough because like those it has a dark cover. Okay. So all the floss show greater. It says 1972. So it's early Bronze Age. And as you get a little further out by year by year, you have larger print runs. So you're seeing stuff in the 74 be far more available in high grade than you did in 72.
0: And we have a 4-0. Going for 360 back in September, up 4%, selling consistently for 375 this past week. A 4-5 hitting 375. What a 4-0 just sold for, by the way. Up 7% hitting the $400 marker. I suspect that this is a combination of a few things. A hot comic market daredevil's reprisal with charlie cox being featured in the recent spider-man film we have vincent d'onofrio reprising his role as the kingpin we have a lot of bullseye spec happening and disney plus is going to be picking up all of the
1: marvel netflix shows soon don't sleep on this book i love this book guys and we're seeing here already like i mentioned 8.5 was 1100 in october it's up five percent at 1150 a 9.2 sold in july of last year for twenty-seven fifty, And now it's sold for twenty-eight eighty, up 5%. This book to me is still undervalued. Watch this book grow, guys, and then look back and you're gonna be disappointed and pick it up. So get it now.
0: I think the same thing could be said about those magazine keys at the list at number six, Savage Tales Magazine number one. What's your feeling on magazines, Jeff?
1: If you are looking at us like, why the hell do you have a magazine on here? That means you have never opened up a magazine and looked at it. And I'm telling you, those magazines' interior are amazing. They may be black and white, but the artwork is outstanding. It's a larger format. You can appreciate it better.
0: Well, we have a major first appearance
1: and a Conan cover. Yeah, a painted Conan cover with a decapitated head. Like, what more can you like? And it's the first appearance of Man-Thing.
0: Which is why we're talking about it today. We know about the Easter egg on Grandmaster's Tower from Thor Ragnarok. But it's not stopping there. We also have little Easter eggs that have happened since WandaVision, the Nexus beings, Man-Thing being tied to it. And this book is growing in
1: value. If you guys are part of the rumor realm, there's a rumor that Man-Thing is going to have his own Halloween special, which is already in development. On top of that, we're seeing more horror based like characters. We have Blade coming, we have Morbius. So you're gonna have Man Think potentially, which could eventually lead to a whole legion of monsters here, which is a big potential spec book here, guys.
0: We have an 8.0 for the first appearance of Man Thing, hitting $1,000 just past June, up 20%, now selling for 12 Honda.
1: We had a 9.4 sell in September of last year for $2,225. And that's a pretty darn good grade because these magazines were hard to store and keep in good condition. But we're up 19% to $2,640.
0: We got a 9.6 going for 5,760 just last August, going up 2% this week, selling for a strong 5,851 bones at the list at number five. We warned you about more Daredevil spec happening. We have Daredevil 131, the first appearance and origin of Bullseye, one of Daredevil's biggest villains, part of his rogues gallery that seems inevitable if Marvel's planning on investing in the future. Of Daredevil and the rest of the Netflix heroes.
1: I put this book with Iron Fist 14. Because this book goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, but it's a consistent key that you always have to get. No matter if it goes down or up, you should always feel comfortable buying it because it's a major villain tie-in with your heroes.
0: I'm here in safe spec, especially considering that the Hip Monkey show wanted to utilize Bullseye but had to settle for Lady Bullseye because Marvel forbid it. We have a 4.0 going for 200 just in February, up 13%, selling for 225. A 9.0 in December hit 900. That's up 11%. It's going to break a K. It sold for 995
1: The 9-2 sold for $919 in January of this year, up 26% to $1,155.
0: Comic fam, if you like what we do, hit the link in the description. Support the show. Join the community. We're talking the mystery mail call in one per box in April. This is the first time we're announcing this, Jeff. No one knows this. We have Something is Killing the Children, issue number 21, cover art done by Peach Momoko. We have two different versions of the cover. It's one per box, not both. Hit the link in the description, ComicTime101.com, to give me an excuse to send you some funny books every single month. At the list at number
1: four, Batman 227. Oh, one of my favorite DC Bronze Age covers. I love this book. Neil Adams, you crushed it. Great book. Always loved. You'll never get tired of looking at this in your box. Let's look at the numbers, though. A 3-5 sold for $400 in February of this year, but 16% increase now, $464.
0: Now, I know this was an iconic cover, and it was a tribute to Detective 31 from 1939, a very pricey grail. So this is a great alternative, but it still sells very well. We do have two other records to report on. Why do you think that these books keep spiking? Do you think it has anything to
1: do with the movie? I mean, the, the reason the movie is doing so well, which, by the way, it's exploding, 460 million worldwide, half of which is in our country and the other half is foreign. So think about that. That is the effect that Batman has globally. So this is what we're seeing, not only in the movie atmosphere, but we're seeing that in the comics. So if you can get Bronze Age keys, Silver Age keys, grab them, hold on to them. They are as safe as it can be.
0: Batman, as safe as it can be. You heard it from the guru, a 4.0 getting 485 in September, up 3%, selling consistently and hitting the $500 marker this week
1: let's look at the big sale. We have a 9.4, which sold in June of last year for $2,868. We're up 46% to 4,200 bones.
0: Hot damn. That's some gains. If I've ever seen it at the list of number three, we have Uncanny X-Men number three. The first appearance of the
1: monstrous, the grotesque, the large. He's a big guy. We have the blob. Nothing moves the blob or does it, because we just saw the first blob moving.
0: Moving in price, that is. We do have three record breakers to report on. Yes, it's single-digit X-Men. Yes, it's Stan Lee, Jack Kirby goodness. It's a pretty big X-Men villain in size and character. But what do you think about this book? I
1: hate the cover. Sorry, Jack Kirby. It makes it tough, though, because it's white. Yep, still an ugly cover. Uh, You know, it's tough with these X-Men books, because a lot of them just don't get a lot of love. And there aren't any... No, they're not, I are not guessing there aren't any, but the keys don't feel that mighty and powerful.
0: They're not like ASM keys.
1: No, they're not like ASM keys. They don't feel like some FF keys. So it's time to see some of these spike and get more attention because it is X-Men, and we're going to see mutants, and they are important characters. So for the run, it, it is time to see some of these numbers because really they're still very approachable. If you think about just Silver Age books. A
0: 1.8 going for 463 in April is up 3% selling for 475. We've had records in X-Men 1 and 2 and 4, multiple record breakers in the last few months. 3 is seeing the same type of trajectory.
1: And we're seeing exponential growth on these. Because I can tell you looking at the four or five sale, this price was not like this just three years ago. Last year, we saw it for almost $900. And now 12% increase, to $1,006 and a 7.5. So for 2,500 in July of last year, and now went 60% higher for $4,000 large dollars. We got some hot comics
0: to talk about today, comic fam. And before we get to one of Jeff's favorite Spider-Man covers, I want to remind you to comment down below. Let me know what you think about this listed on two to win this Omni-Man variant. We're shooting for those 55,000 subscribers. And at the list of number two, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 10. The first team appearance of Fancy Dan, Ox, Montana.
1: We have the Enforcers. Probably the least amazing cover in this entire run.
0: (laughs) Would you say like of the first 20 ASM covers, is this the
1: worst? It is the worst. First 30, first 40, first hundred.
0: But it's double digit Spidey and it's
1: low double digits. Oh, oh, it is double because you got the one zero. yeah, that's right. Right. Do, right. All right.
0: But what about this book? Because if you look at other Spider-Man issues prior to this, they're like major comic books or major keys.
1: Yeah. I mean, number eight is not that great either, but it's better than number 10. So um, it's still like you said, it's an early Spider-Man. Everyone wants Spidey's. Enforcers, sure, they could potentially appear. Am I gonna put my money in this book? And only if I'm a completist. You know, otherwise put it in something else, guys. Put it in a major freaking character. Consider
0: this, Jeff. Um, last Amazing Spider-Man number nine. We'll go one issue prior. First electro. I know it's a giant book, so it's not like the best to compare to, but it'll demonstrate the range that these Giant books end up going for 132K is what the last 9-8 went for for ASM 9. The last time we have a ASM 10 recorded was back in 2017. A 9-8 hit 16,730. Those are drastically different numbers, safe to say worth as much as half as the issue prior.
1: Despite my shade, despite my hate, it's an early Spidey. If you're looking for it, a 0.5 sold. For two hundred bucks in December of last year, and we just saw it go up fifteen percent for two hundred thirty bucks.
0: Dude, two thirty for ASM ten. Like regardless of what it is, it's still Ditko Spidey. We have a six point five back in February hitting nine fifty. It broke a thousand. It's up eighteen percent, selling for eleven twenty five.
1: And if we go up just half a point to seven we saw a sale of twelve fifty in October of last year, and now it's up seventy seven percent for twenty two hundred and ten dollars. We're seeing a lot of these keys on this list hit that seven oh seven. Point five plus marker and exploding off the platform and getting you much larger percentage gains than their lower counterpart in grade
0: and we got butch in the house to talk about the number one comic book on earth this week that's what we're here to talk about the classic battle between the hulk and the submariner we have tales to astonish 100 yeah
1: what a great title and people don't quite appreciate it because there was a lot of great things that happened here. We got to see Hulk for the first time appear in his own story titles with issue 60. We got the first appearance of Abomination issue 90. And Submariner is in here too now because he doesn't have his own title till later. So it's a great series. Namor obviously is ginormous right now. Okay, Everyone's excited to see him. So have this crossover battle. It's a fantastic book and everybody wants it.
0: So we have the Hulk going up against Submariner. But how does this take place? Like what mechanism... Could be put into the comics to make two heroes go against one another, especially considering that Submariner starts out this comic book seeing Hulk fight and thinking, oh, this could be an ally. Maybe this could be my way to prove how good of a hero I could be.
1: Ooh, ooh, I know Tom.
0: What do you think, Jeff? What, give me a, give me an idea? Is it about a character that we already talked about? It's exactly, exactly that actually. It's the puppet master. He does a whole clay figure of the Hulk and makes him go nuts and fights the submariner. We have a 5.0 back last year, hitting $43. That's up 74% selling for 75. That should be worth over hundred, Still creeping up. We have a 7.5 going for 130 in January. That's up 25%. Now selling for 163. It's gonna break
1: two. And we saw the 9-2. So for 210 in 2019, but up 82% to $382 right now.
0: We appreciate your time today, Comic fan. Butch does too. And as always,
1: Geek responsibly.
0: Nuff. Said, yo, Jeff, where can they find us every single Wednesday? On whatnot? the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. We're on there every single Wednesday with the whole crew starting out with Min at 2 o'clock, ending with the Golden Age Guru at 9, and we bring on comic books. Butch is biting my face. Join us on What Not Wednesday. Link in the description. We also have two other videos for you to check out. We made them for you.